And I'm Kay. And you're listening to the Babes of Quinny podcast. Let's dive into something we've all faced, chronic pain. It's fascinating how our understanding of pain has changed. Scientists used to see physical and emotional pain as totally separate. Really? Things are shifting though, right? Big time. Nicola from Diamond Physiotherapy taught me there's a strong connection. The brain's neural system processes both physical and emotional pain using the same pathways. So our bodies and minds are more connected than we thought? Exactly. Constant communication sharing the same pathways. That's amazing. Diamond Physiotherapy treats the whole person. Physiotherapy, vestibular rehab, psychotherapy, all in one. Check them out at diamondphysiotherapy.ca and follow at Diamond Physiotherapy on Facebook and Instagram for more. Happy New Year. Yay. Marty yawning. <laughs> did I, I wonder, I wonder if Mark and Charity did an intro for their episode. I don't know. He said he uploaded it, so who knows? Um, it's the new year. Happy new year. I, I'm very much of the like new year, same me. That's fair. But I have started trying to meditate. That's a good thing. Because I'm mentally ill. I've been spiraling. Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's been rough. But it's um, okay. Yeah, but I'm, try- I'm trying to do I see the effort. hot girl wellness things. Are you going to therapy? going to therapy today i've tried meditating um i'm doing light exercise that's good yeah so we'll see apparently meditation takes like eight to 13 weeks to feel yeah it's difference. a long game thing and that's why my adhd doesn't let me stick to things that long i think every therapist i've ever gone to which would be like six or seven therapists have been like have you tried meditating every time i do want to throat punch them but yeah but it like it helps i had to come to it on my own like no one told me this time i was like it's tough. i feel like that's how it is for most things mm-hmm. it's like you can tell me what i need to do but i'm not going to do it until i know i have to do it yeah where i'm like i think like this is my like last resort like i know i need to go to the gym i don't think you do okay but i i need a more established workout routine yeah because right now it's very unpredictable but that's fine (laughs) like my personality (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah i I just like i think it's one of those things you just need to come to to, by yourself because until then you won't do it do you have any i'm not i don't do resolutions but do you have any ins or outs I always have the same thing that I do every year. Okay. It's more fun, less fear. How'd that go last year? I mean, I did have a lot of fun last year. You know what? You're real because I've been real in the big sads mm-hmm. um, and the real you made on last year was tough. It was tough. I have never been like full disclosure, more depressed in my entire life. Last year I was big depressed. A lot of things happened. Yeah. I think you said it. You were like, you looked after a lot of people this yeah, past year. I was like, oh yeah. Like when I look back at it, I was like, oh yeah, that was a rough year. Mm-hmm. But the real you shared, I was like, oh yeah, we did have some really good times. Oh my God. I made myself cry. I cried. I was like, oh yeah, there is joy. It's just when you, when you're, when you're in it, you forget. It's so hard to find the joy when you're going yeah. through all the things. Mm-hmm. And then I... Yeah, I was making the reel. And then when it was done, I was like, oh, my God, I had all these beautiful moments in a year that I thought was actual trash. Yeah, I was like, maybe I need to look back each month. And I just need to be more mindful. 
Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. what I'm going to go into 2024 with more mindfulness. That's my end too. Yeah. More things that bring me joy. Like yesterday, I made a ta- like a magnet for my fridge. Love it. And it's a croissant. Oh, that's cute. And it's like this big. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start just making little magnets. And eventually you're going to get magnets. I love it. And Emily's going to get magnets. Perfect. And it's all, it's good. I'm going to try to make things that remind me of you. So as we start the 2024, we wanted to do something really special for our episode back. Oh yeah, we took two weeks off. So thanks for everyone. uh, You didn't let us do it. We did it, but for still loving us. I don't know why you're thinking anybody. (laughs) Yeah, me neither. But that was a really... It was needed. It wasn't even like off. It's just we didn't podcast so much other stuff was happening, but it was good not to like. Yeah, we just didn't have to worry about it for two weeks, which has been good. And because we haven't done that. I don't we haven't. And I I think this is the longest time amount of time I've done something like consistently. Same. In a very long time. Ask me how many times I've wanted to quit. Oh, so many times. So many times. So many times. Every once in a while I'm like. This is not worth it. This mm-hmm. is no one likes this. And then then someone will be like, keep doing it. I'm like, oh, damn it. Damn, you like it. OK, yeah, if I'm depressed. I'm like, damn it. Now I have to I have to. But maybe that's good for us. I know. I, I like maybe hearing, that's mindfulness. <laughs> honestly, I really do. I think what gets me is when people I don't actually know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Say that they like it. And like the consistent feedback that I've heard is that people are getting to know people in our community that they didn't know about before. Yeah. And I think that's really freaking cool. It's so cool. God, we're so fucking cool. <laughs> I'm just Mentally kidding. ill and cool. I'm just kidding. Um, no. So what we did was we work at Starboard Communications. Yeah. Within this building, besides the two radio stations and news source we have mm-hmm. and our podcast, we have two podcasts. Wait, there's two podcasts. We have Babes of Quinny and we have the Mark and Charity Coffee Podcast. Yes. So we did a crossover episode. We did a swappy swap. So we sat down with Mark and Charity and it was so fun. We've had them both on individually. Yeah. But this was really focused on the podcast and like that experience for Mm -hmm. both of us and how we've gone about it differently. Um, It's really fun. I'm apologizing now because the levels are off. Like I know the levels are off. But it was we had a weird some mic, mic issues. Day. I was having mic issues, um, but we just so don't just listen with a grain of salt. No, there's level issues. That's all I'm going to say. There's level issues. Guys. I'm aware of it. We know. I'm my harshest critic. Okay, we know it's probably not that bad. No. Yeah. Have fun. This is a crossover episode. It's a crossover episode. Is there music like crossover music episodes? <laughs> burn it, burn it, burn it, burn it. Just see what happens if we match them kind of fun. together, like, yeah. but not mixed. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just play them. Sing a song. Just play them at the same time. Do you want to introduce us? Uh, all right. I'll just start. I'm Mark okay. Philbin, along with my good friend here, Charity Brown. Hello. Mark my and Charity friend. Mornings on 95.5. The Mark and Charity Coffee Podcast is what I was just It sounded really clever when we came up with it. Now it's just a pain in the ass to type. <laughs> Because we it like coffee pod, because that's what type. you're putting a curd, a yeah. coffee pod, and a podcast, Cast, yeah. and the whole idea is it would last about as long as a coffee break. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of thought yeah. that went into it, it's very witty none and of fun. which actually happened. And now it's a so. half hour, Yeah, and it's a pain. I love a 30-minute coffee break. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I really like 
the name. Yeah, I think it's I, clever. I do too. You did a good job on that mark. It is a mouthful, but I love it. It works. Uh, I'm Katie. And I'm Kay. And we're the hosts of the Babes of Quinny podcast. And also the digital team. At Starboard Communications. Nice. Also, Babes of Quinny is a pun. Some people, I spoke to someone recently who didn't get that. Right. So. <laughs> Bay of Quinny. Oh, Bay yeah. of no, Quinny, also, Babes like, of Quinny. I didn't get it. No. Oh, yeah. Also, we don't, we're not the babes. Everyone's like, you're the babes. And we're like, no, no, no. no the no, people no, we're the interviewing no. are the babes. Well, no, I'd say you two are the no, babes. No, but like, no. it's not just... Uh, it's, it's like everyone. everybody like everybody is a babe of Quinny if you like it's all about like the it's, attitude. A, it's an attitude it's an like inclusion. an essence yes an I inclusion yeah. I like your name too though I like the babes I do thank I you and if I'm still gonna associate it with you two oh like thank you you two are the babes podcast what's your podcast about? like ours yeah, yeah. it theoretically <laughs> <laughs> this in, is how things start <laughs> I'm not a doctor but <laughs> yeah our, exactly. our better podcast, and we need to center in on what we did in the morning show and spend a little bit more time with it. And it tends to end up becoming the stuff that never made it on the other we talked about that we really want to air it somewhere else. And that's... It's like an extension. Yeah. We recap and then, ex- and then go further on our thoughts. Yeah. And to other topic. topics. Yeah. That we... It's hilarious. I don't Thank know. You. Yesterday's was pretty I, good, I thought. Honestly, I love, <laughs> aggressively love your podcast. The funniest thing about the podcast Thank is you. that when I listen to it back, it's like, did we talk about that? I yeah. don't. Or you'll say something, and I'll say, I don't remember her saying that. Exactly. Because you're, you're yeah. trying to be conscious of what the discussion is, while at the same time, you're th- I'm looking at the time going, I think we've beaten this one to death. Should I we talk about we something? Else? Yeah. <laughs> Why is she still talking about that? And then I listen back, and it's like, were you really interesting? And then I... Stop talking about that. We shouldn't do that. So anyway, that's what we do as professionals. We try to keep it within. The goal originally, I think, was what? 12 minutes? 12 yeah. to 15 minutes? Oh. 12 to 15. Yeah. yeah. No, no, it doesn't. No. I think you just had your first like 30. Yeah. Oh, we've done oh, over 30. Yesterday, yeah. For sure. Yeah. We, have- we feel badly about that. Don't. I feel like I'm ripping people off if it's 11 minutes because the world needs more. No. Yeah, they do. They need no. more Mark. Well, I don't think so. Sometimes I like a good short episode, but sometimes I like a longer one. Well, if Mark's away, it's a good short episode. Yeah. I hate doing it by myself. I really do. When Charity's Start away? The well, and I will. People have offered that, and I am going to do that. So the next time you're on vacation. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's, they never know what to expect. Exactly. And that's like the right way now. we're going to go. So tell us about yours. He looks very serious right now. I just don't think your mic's picking up the way I want it to. My mic? Yeah. Or mine. This is going to be an edit. No, okay. So go now. Hello? Again? Hello? Do I have to talk this close? Yeah, talk really close to it. Like this close? Yeah. It's like touching my lips. Yeah, good. Okay, gross. Okay, it's not that kind of a podcast. <laughs> I hate this. So I caressed it gently. Well, here, do you want to... We I'm can still, share this one if you want. I'm going to lick it. Grabbing it at the Did base. you just lick it? I touched by accident. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this has taken a turn. It's a after dark <laughs> podcast now. Uh, <laughs> so tell us about the Babes of Quinny. The Babes of Quinny. The Babes of Quinny. Um, we decided. Can you go into Charity's mic? I don't know what's going on with that thing. It's not It's not doing what I want. We're sharing, anyways. My chair isn't rolling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my chair wasn't rolling. Okay, so. The Babes of Quinny is we just wanted to also be included. 
We wanted to be as cool as you guys. I think we're doing. How are you it. making out? Mm, up in the air, but it's not a high bar. It's not a high bar. If anything, I think people hate us more. I don't know. I get texts too. You know, I can read the same ones you do. Uh, no, I, well, when I was coming back to the station and I was in like a quarter life crisis. I was like, man, what am I doing with my life? Does everyone have these struggles? And then I was like, let's make that into a podcast, figuring out struggles other people had to get where they are in life. And I was going to call it, do you like that? Yeah. <laughs> do you like that? Okay. Yeah, because my friend once I was like working and I was telling her my job and I did really love my job. And she goes like, do you, do you like that? Um, so it's just like a thing my friends and I say. But then Kay had the real moneymaker there. Thank you. And what was your idea? My idea was that I watched Ferg interview artists, like country music artists in the studio. And I was like, I bet there's a lot of local businesses that also have really cool story. And we have the technology and the people that know how to do the editing stuff with the audio. So I was like, why can't we do this? So then I pitched it to John and Ferg together. And they, John was like, oh my God, Katie has the same idea. And bam. And then you They let us talk into microphones. Yeah. Just shocking. So who has been the most interesting person you guys have talked to then in the community? Because you've talked to a wide range mm -hmm. of businesses and people, just individuals. I think that's really hard because a lot, like, it's not a matter of interesting. It's like everybody has, like, a really crazy story. And some of them aren't even stories. Some of them are just us laughing for an hour. Yeah. So it, I don't. I don't know. It's hard. There's different categories too. I feel like because there's like the business owners, there's the community groups, there's the nonprofits. Okay. Well, then here's a question. Since okay. you've started, yeah. Because I know ours has changed and evolved. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sure we've done it. Yeah. How has yours then? How has your approach? Oh, I think when we first started, because we had no interview experience they were very like scripted questions and I wanted to make sure we were hitting all the questions. And now I think they flow more. Mm -hmm. Like it's more of a conversation. Yeah. Than an interview. I think before, yeah, I thought it was like an interview podcast, but I've realized it's a conversational podcast, which I like. I have a question for you guys. Mm -hmm. I want to know your career defining moment so far. Oh my God. February 11th, 2019. <laughs> Charity Brown walked in the studio five to, five to six in the morning, and the angels sang. Yeah, that's that might be the first time I heard her swear. You know, Bambi over here, right? It's like, whoa, wow. Like on her first day? No, just that was our first show. That was our first show, February eleventh, twenty nineteen. Yeah, he's being a twit. Yeah, and she made me promise that I would give her five years. So, like every sentence I've had. February 11th of 2024, circled on the calendar, and it's coming up. I think from the day I started, you were like, I'm only five tops. Yeah, five, five tops. You know how old I'm going to be in five yeah. years? I'm here now, but I'm not going to be here. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, he'll be here forever. Uh, I, that's a tough one, too. Okay. What, what, no, seriously, though, Mark. Like, you've... <laughs> you've done know. some crazy stuff. Know. What? What is yeah. your career defining... I don't know if I can, I can do I don't think our, uh, well, I, sh I shouldn't say that because our, our career can have that. If Paul McCartney walked in the door right now, that's, 
that's a career. I mean, I've had things that were really cool, people who I think were, uh, you know, that I really admire. I got to interview Bob Newhart and, that, you know, meet Steve Winwood when he was here in Belleville for Rockfest. So, I mean, that kind of stuff you think of when you're on radio, you think, well, you, but I don't know that I've really had one that, you know, when the head hits the pillow on my 80th birthday, I can look back and go, you know, that was the, the biggest part of it. I don't know. I don't know. What about you, Ms. Brown? It's not so much. It's a different way of looking at that question, I think. Because for me, all kidding aside, not February, but I would say January of 2019. Because I, I left radio. I took a break for a few years. And I would say the career-defining moment was when I was given the opportunity to come back. And oh. that's when it kind of hit me at how much, yes, I wanted to do this and how much I really loved it. So I would say probably as, yeah, that's fair. as joking as you are, <laughs> oh, starting uh, again, doing mornings with you here probably would be. I love you guys in the fun. mornings. It's oh. so fun. It I, I guess because so. like you, I think morning shows, you guys are like your work husband and wife. So it's like listening to a couple bicker sometimes. And I'm like. Feels at home. Sometimes. This is great. You're all the time. <laughs> all the time. All the but time. it makes people feel a part of it. <laughs> it's relatable. Yeah. Think well, about think about radio. You know, I, I'll I'll say morning shows, I guess, because that's pretty well all I know. And Charity and I definitely wanted to build that into the podcast if we were going to do it because we wanted to make an extension of the morning show. Otherwise, so if you listened. To the podcast only, I think you would get a pretty good idea of what the morning show would sound like. Or if you only listen to the morning show, you'd have a pretty good idea. Like, we didn't want it to be, well, you guys are totally completely, different. totally mm-hmm. different. Yeah. We, we didn't want that. We wanted to be an extension. And so I'll ask you guys this, Tim. One of the things that I've always believed in radio and what made it so easy for Charity and I work together is that she automatically believed it. I didn't have to explain it, is there's a responsibility. Like, you have a responsibility with airwaves. Mm-hmm to um, emulate, uh, to reflect the standards of your community to which you broadcast. Now, average person on the street doesn't own this radio station. John and Martha Schrader own the radio station. It's theirs. But the CRTC notes that if we're going to allow you to broadcast and have businesses in these towns, Mm -hmm. you have a responsibility to them. And I wholeheartedly agree with that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we felt the same way about the podcast, even though it's not "quote unquote" regulated or anything. How do you guys view your role as a as a responsibility for information or entertainment now that you have a podcast and expect people to listen? How did you guys approach that? Because we came at it because we already had it from the morning show. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. so that was an easy thing to sort of learn or you know create that standard. What about you guys when you started from scratch? I didn't think anyone would listen. I was like, I'm still shocked when people are like, oh, yeah, I listen to your podcast. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. (laughs) Where you guys, you know, you're you're used to talking into a microphone and people listen to it. But I was like going to be excited if maybe 20 people I knew listened to it. And now there's people who I meet and they're like, oh, yeah, I listen to your podcast. And I'm like, that's crazy because I talk about a lot of stuff on there. But I think one thing I like about the, what we try and do with the podcast is be really honest about um, specifically for both of us, like our mental health. Like we're very open about it um, and just 
talking about things that are going on within our community that may be tough but I think just being honest and being who we are and trying to make that relatable to people and so they feel like they can talk about it more um, is something that throughout the whole thing we've we've tried to do yeah I went through some shit during COVID and I was like I am so sick of pretending to be somebody I'm not I'm gonna cry again so that was like my approach was just to like stop like being less for people mm-hmm. and trying to show people that you can be successful and still be a little bit f- fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can still be yourself. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You can still yeah. be yourself and, you know, lean into who you are authentically and try to tell the stories of the people in our community that don't have this platform. Right. Mhm. The ones that are, you know, like the people at the Grace Inn, like mm-hmm. what they actually do versus what you see on Belleville Neighbors and everyone's mm-hmm. like shitty opinion about, you know, the situation here when we're really just blaming the wrong people. Yeah. But like to highlight and be able to amplify the stories of people from, you know, communities that don't necessarily have a big voice, like, mm-hmm. you know, we have the reserve we have like all these places and all these cool people you know they just don't have you know the connections or they don't have you know the financial means to amplify the good things that they're doing in our community and i think that's kind of like how i try to mm-hmm. well see that's what i mean about the responsibility yeah, yeah. you know so you came at it from we it's like an ethical give them, yeah we, and we honest and otherwise i want a podcast so i can talk about me all day yeah like no. i don't I mean, it has nothing do to do with me no. like i want it aggressively to not be about me yeah yeah but we've said that too. Yeah. We've that's the way we approached it too. And I've always done that being on the radio. I didn't want to be the per, the persona or the character. Yeah. What you get is is, is 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 us. And you've said that too. You actually made the comment for the first time um working with me. You actually feel like you are yourself on the radio. So yeah, it, that plays into it. That is a responsibility, and I think people yeah. see that they're drawn to it, and that's why you mm-hmm. hear those comments that they enjoy your podcast so much. However, that's why they listen. However, we all play our own different characters on the radio. Oh, you have mm-hmm. a slew of characters. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tell the story that I think only two or three people know the real me, and sadly, I am not one of them. Because <laughs> after a while, I don't, I don't know. It all when, blends together. You know, like so, we got talking about the, our imagination sometime, and we were talking about that on the podcast, on the show, where people with hyper imaginations like I do, I confuse memories with thoughts I had. Yeah. So I'll talk about something, and Catherine will say, that never happened. And I'll say, well, I must have thought about it. I must have thought yeah. last year that I was going to buy you that. For Christmas, she's like, you didn't buy that. I said, well, I must have, but I, it was so it was ingrained in my, in my thinking that I actually snuck it over the memory and made it a memory. It was just because it it's so hyper. How many times have we joked about that? Yeah, like literally. You hear what you want to hear. I hear what, what she says that to me all the time. You hear what, what you, you want to hear. hear, and I remember what I want to remember. Yeah. And if it's like, oh, I'm going to remember that as a, that's a great idea. Even if it and happened, in a month, or it didn't. Even if it didn't happen, a month later, to me, it was a memory. It really happened because it was so vivid. <laughs> but so oh, I don't, uh, I don't even know. Here's another thing: like we do, you know, as we laughed, a half hour podcast. It was meant to be twelve to fifteen daily, uh, because it reflects the show. Um, 
So to me, how do you guys wait a, like days to do yeah, one podcast in a week? week. I, I don't even. have it like five hours long. Yeah. So oh, oh, or bank stuff, right? Say, because when do you guys normally do it? Wednesdays, right? When we do. We record like whenever we can. And we okay. when we started, we were like struggling for guests. As you may have noticed, we interviewed a lot of people from this office. But then as it started to get popular, we, we were recording twice a week. Yeah. So we could bank episodes just in case. Yeah, um, like I'd be taking notes all week. Like, remember, let's talk about this, and this yeah. is good. We should talk about no. this. No, we have a a Google sheet with a spreadsheet for each of our guests, mm-hmm. and then the front of the spreadsheet is all the people that we want to have on the podcast. And it's just like I like easily. I think we probably have like a year's worth of guests. Almost, I'd say almost a yeah. year's worth of guests. Yeah. No, 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 just in, our in a wish list. Yeah. Oh, okay, but it's hard. I don't know. I think yeah. because like for us it's it's not our full time job right so normally I'm not even thinking about it and then I'll be like shit we have an interview today and then I'm like doing <laughs> yeah. the research 30 minutes before like it could probably be more organized and better but um, not our full time job I guess and it's not as easy as people think but that's no. the opposite well, like Charity and I it never shuts off yeah like when you say yeah. you think about oh I have to like I'm, you know, Jerry Seinfeld used to say that, that he was never 100% present anywhere. He was always looking for the bit. Mm-hmm. He's in a restaurant with his wife, but you're always kind of you're looking around. You're observing people. Everything. You know, I'm at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. You see that. a thing. And Mark's you talk to people. He can take and you nothing. Never, you're never quite fully in the moment because you're always waiting for what can I take out of this because yeah. I'm on the air for three hours tomorrow. Yeah. So you always have to have about it. You buying what? Kale? Kale, yeah, that completed the grocery store. When I bought yeah. kale, I've now this purchased everything ever in a grocery store. I win. I won the grocery store. <gasps> you did it. Dominated. Oh. I, I think, though, yeah, that does. I think I do that in other parts of my life that don't relate to the podcast because my dream in life is to be a comedian. So not on Jerry Seinfeld's level, obviously, but I'm always like, oh, what's happening over there? Like, I don't think I'm ever fully paying attention to what's happening in front of me. Yeah, that's, Sorry that's, to whoever's that's speaking to me sometimes. Yeah, yeah so. No, it's I a... I don't know if that's what we do with our podcast. We probably do. But I was thinking in terms of, you know, what's on the air, what's going Your on. Your podcasts, though, always have a theme and feel planned out. Do you always know what you're going to do like what episode's coming out and what's going to happen in that episode? Usually, like, it's just what we talked about that morning. Right. We'll yeah. take one of the bits that was maybe particularly um, more interesting than the other ones to us, or there was more information we had, we just didn't have time for it on the air, and expand on it. I'm trying to think what we talked about yesterday. Google searches. But yeah. We yeah. were able to talk about that a little bit more and dive into it more, with some of the stories that maybe didn't make the list that we both remember or that we were reminded of and we just kind of took it in a different direction that's happened before where it's gone right off the yeah. rails thank you for yeah. saying it sounds organized well it really yeah because there are days where it's like ah let's turn on the mics and see where we go yeah and then 30 yeah. minutes later it's like okay but then yesterday too we also talked about i was re- and i when i listened back to our podcast i did it particularly because i wanted to hear that one story where a group of uh, some two thousand adults were asked about uh, the information that they get for their health. Oh, so, yeah. and uh, doctor's advice yeah. was third. Yeah. More That's people insane. said they believed the internet 
in social media than their own doctor when it came Ah. to their own health. So I said, that's it. Life expectancy is going to drop. Well, we made it to 82. We're We're going to be back up to 45 pretty soon. So, you know, you start talking about, yes, we understood the pandemic and the concerns (sighs) people had. And nobody knows where the pandemic started. So now we don't trust science. We don't trust doctors. And, you know, but I just don't think that somebody with a lot of Snapchat followers knows more about tuberculosis than my doctor does. <laughs> They've really Googled it. Yeah, so it's, uh, I, I mean, this. those are the things that just frighten me that I, I think, you know, from the responsibility. Do we really do we really think that? I mean, just be careful. Mm-hmm. And doing a morning show, too. You kind of got to stay to the lighter side of things. Mm-hmm. So there have been topics where we've been able to maybe be a little more serious about it. Yeah. Podcast. Mm-hmm. It's not so much a morning show bit. We yeah. Turn it into more like a thinking. discussion. Yeah. yeah. And we can go back and forth and brainstorm. Whereas during the morning show, we don't have a half hour to talk straight about it. We have to break it up and keep it very quick and, mm-hmm. and light. And so. tell people to join us in the podcast. Exactly. More about it. We'll yeah. Talk more about it there. Right. Do you guys listen to your episodes? After? Not often. Not often. No. no I hate listening. Really. I hate listening. Yeah, to yeah it. she. Uh, I, I have a hard time. I like to turn up her commercials because I think oh she does God, such a good job. Crazy. Yeah, makes it crazy. <laughs> and then I realize I'm probably just doing it to bother her. Yeah, that That's makes sense. That could happen. That's why uh, I stopped doing commercials. Steve's like, "Can you do a commercial?" I'm like, "No, no, just no." That's I the I think I just black out when my voice comes on. I'm like, "Nope." Not I, hate when we I do edit ours though, but I never listen to them again. Of course, we never hear ourselves the same way in our head no. that we do when it's recorded. It's weird. Well, I'll never really forget good. the first time in college I heard my yeah, voice. We were doing like, like commercials you. or whatever and it would come on and I would look at my classmate. You know, we all sounded awful. I mean, we was, I'm only borderline better now but it was terrible. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I would look at her and, and she'd be like, oh my God, so better than him. And then mine came on and I'm looking around like, who's is that? Was it and good? then people are looking at me. <laughs> Well, of course. Well, it wasn't good, but it was the best of everybody. Um, no, but it was like that—that that thought. So we get over it. And I guess after almost forty years in radio, I'm just used to. It. I just know when I hear that voice that that's me, but I don't think it sounds like me. Well, yeah. and we are our yeah. own worst critics. Yeah, too, yeah. And that's why I have a hard time. It's best if you are. I, get, I will pick it apart. It just drives me crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see all the things I do wrong. That's and, healthy. Yeah. As opposed to, I'm great, I'm perfect, right? This, it is, this, right? You gotta be a little this critical. This industry can breed it. <laughs> <sighs> Worked with a lot of people like oh, yeah. that. No, so, definitely, yeah. yeah. I want to talk about something we've all faced at some point in our lives. Chronic pain. I think it's really interesting how our understanding of pain has evolved. Did you know that scientists used to think physical and emotional pain were totally separate? I just recently learned that. Things are definitely changing though, right? Big time. Nicola from Diamond Physiotherapy taught me there's a strong connection between the two. The neural system, that's the brain's control center, actually processes both physical and emotional pain. So when you're hurting physically and emotionally, it's traveling the same neurological highways. That's wild. So our bodies and minds are way more connected than we thought. They are literally in constant communication, sharing the same pathways. So it's pretty awesome that Nicola and the team at Diamond Physiotherapy are treating the whole person for overall wellness, including physiotherapy, vestibular rehabilitation and psychotherapy exactly to learn more and get a treatment plan that works for you visit diamondphysiotherapy.ca and follow them on facebook and instagram at diamond physiotherapy um i want to ask because there's a lot of people out there saying that podcasts are the new radio what do you think 
I don't think so. No, I don't. I don't, I don't think so. I, uh, it's I think funny. it's completely different. It is. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. why it's yeah. a new form of entertainment. Mm-hmm. And certainly, yeah. people are picking up on it, and they're becoming yeah. more popular. And and I don't think they're going anywhere, but it won't replace. Mm-mm. If anything, yeah. I think it replaces documentaries oh, because yeah. you can learn something on a topic mm-hmm. while you're driving. Yeah. You don't need mm-hmm. the visual of sitting to watch television. Mm-hmm. You can be entertained for an hour up and down the 401 mm-hmm. and learn something on a topic that you want to learn. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's what's great about it. I think I just think audio is great. I love obviously I love reading too. But yeah, we've heard forever that you know when television came along, radio was going to die, and satellite. then when the internet, it was satellite came along. when uh, when the internet came along, radio was going to die, and look what's happened to newspapers. Mm-hmm. Didn't yeah. happen. Didn't happen to radio. Do you know what I talked to Fred Sherrod about this? I was like. How his radio kept going. He's like, when newspapers came, we thought we were done. When television yeah. came, we thought we were done. But it just keeps yeah. going because it's local. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. that's it. It's that's local a key thing for this area, especially. Yeah. yeah, it is the local. And you guys talking to who you're talking mm-hmm. to is is huge. Like we're we're very unique in this area to have that. It is. I remember working here for a time and then going to Ottawa, going to B- Barrie, GTA, like larger centers. There was no local, Mm-mm. and it floored me. I thought, how can, how, why are people listening to this? Like, it was so strange, and that was one of the key things why I wanted to come back to this area, but also why I love working in this area is because of that local connection. Yeah. Like, it's great. That's also why I love it. I just, really? I just giggle, though, as someone who has a podcast, but also, you guys are on the radio, but as someone who works in radio, when they're like... Well, podcasts are taking over radio. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot be more wrong. Yeah. People yeah. want that connection. Mm-hmm. And they want to hear the people they know. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. If, if they know who, who they're listening to, mm-hmm. it's a game changer. You know, a podcast can't it. tell you if your child's bus is canceled. No, mm-hmm. exactly. Podcasts well, exactly. can't tell you if the 401 is, is closed up. And anything going on that you still you still need well I can get that online well you can't get it online if at that moment you're making yeah, breakfast or mm-hmm. you're driving you're driving yeah. and you you need to know it and uh, and and, and I've, I've really never felt the need to defend radio it's funny that you say that like I guess I've always heard it but I can still go around and people know who I am so I guess people must still listen that's yeah. the way yeah. I look. Yeah, you know, the that's a good way. When they that's stop good. talking about you, then you then know it's over. Yeah. We're screwed. That that's, it. that's it. And now I'm just known as the guy that works for charity, and that's great. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm happy because she gets the compliments <laughs> and I get the complaints. She is that's, like a beacon. Like they it is amazing. Mark out. When we did Operation Red Nose, when we went to volunteer at night a couple of weeks ago, it was so funny. We're standing literally beside each other. I'm doing a puzzle. Mark has introduced us to everybody. Like we walk in. He's like, hi, guys. We're Mark and Charity from Night of Friends. Whatever. And a guy like beelined it to you. And I'm thinking he's done it before because you Yeah, I know who, who he is. He right. Yep. But yeah, it just starts. And I'm sitting there doing the puzzle and I'm grinning to myself. I'm like, all right, I'm happy doing my puzzle. You can talk to this gentleman. Everything but, yeah. that's wrong with everything the radio he's heard, everything that I he's have changed. just realized that I am Mark and you are charity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I go in a room, I'm like, hello. Charity will come in, she'll be like, Oh, I bumped into so and so in a grocery store, I want to say hi. She you know, yeah, she said this, she loves this, morning. she loves that, she loves that. And it's like, really? Because yesterday I went to there and he complained about that da 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 Nobody likes anything about our show if you if you listen to me. Everybody loves that oh, oh, but that's what okay too. Is the best complaint you've ever gotten, like as an oh, on air? Yeah, I don't know. The best complaint. Over, well, here's a here's a, a a bad story 
this is the <laughs> one that sticks with me, is um, when I was doing mornings in Stratford. So I started doing mornings in Tilsonburg for about a year and a half, and then I got the job in Stratford. And so I was probably there maybe a year and a half at this point. So I've been doing mornings for three years, still cutting teeth. I mean, not even, not I don't even know what I don't even know yet. Like, but they gave me full reign, and I can be a little bit <laughs> okay. So what? I'm learning all that stuff. Shocking, and yeah, and and the the program director at that time, you know, was sort of encouraging me to learn small market radio yep. station AM one thousand watt radio. It was like Trenton in the days, right? It's a small. You learned on that one, and I was really getting involved in the community. You know, my we started having our kids at that time, so starting to relate to. Them. So I was really feeling like I was in it. He sent uh, what we call an air check everybody in radio so it's sort of a snippet of just the talking on the show he sent to the vice president of programming for our chain who at that time uh was a very famous guy one time in toronto and i don't want to mention to embarrass him but <laughs> um, i really want to know who it so is so we sent it off and i don't know and i forgot about whatever yeah and then we had sort of like a corporate meeting or whatever and Anne, who was in charge of the entire company's human resources was a very nice woman and I had said to her, I said, hey, by the way, I never heard what happened. I didn't hear back from that. And she said, oh, that's, that's kind of weird. So we checked with the program director. and They had a chat and then came back, nothing. And longest time went on. And finally I said, how come I can't hear back? And they said, we didn't want to tell you what he said. <laughs> what did he say? Yeah. And I said, what did he say? He said, is this a joke? <laughs> and that's all he said. You really? This is your morning show? Is this a joke? And, and look at you now. <laughs> and they didn't want to tell me that. And and actually, you know what came out of it? I lost respect for the two of them for not telling me the yeah. truth. Yeah. So then I always wonder, anytime you say anything, is that for real? Or I would rather they had said... He thought that was a joke. Let's prove him wrong. Yeah. Because if anybody knows yeah. me, it's like I'll double down. That's me. I'm like That's okay. Cute. I'm like you don't believe. I'm like yeah. let's do this. You yeah. don't believe me. I so will. Like, I will thrive. Okay. And then I, I didn't think I was right. I didn't think I was going to break it. But it was like I, I just I couldn't believe that a that was his reaction and b they were too afraid to tell me that. Mm-hmm. So from the best insult that. That I remember because it was a motivating thing yeah. for me as opposed to going off in the corner and licking my wounds. Yeah. But uh, So, yeah. So, I remember that. And it happened young, which was great. I, I don't even think I was 30 at that point. So, you know, it was you sort really of like, okay. honed your craft. I, because at that point, you also started thinking, well, good. I don't want to sound like everybody yeah. else. Because I guess if I sounded like everybody else, that's what he wanted. Because yeah. he was a big PD in Toronto. He's now our vice president. And I'm like, nobody else. Of course. <laughs> You know, of course, I'm not. You know, I'm not Roger, right? At yeah. Chum FM. No, I'm, I'm not Mike Cooper. I, I'm, I'm me. Yeah. Isn't that what we always wanted to have happen? Is this a joke? I was like, wow. wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So I just I remember that. Yes. Yeah. 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 It is a joke. Like I You're said, welcome. Look where you are now. Mm-hmm. In Belleville. The nicest Thriving. compliment I ever yeah. had was that I didn't stand out. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. No, mm. but in the sense that I blended. And you like that in radio. And that's what it was. It was the sales right. manager at the station I was at, and that's what he said. He's like, and that's not, and he, when he said it, I kind of I kind of did what you just did. I looked, I'm like, oh, thanks. He's like, yeah. no, it's a compliment. Take it as a compliment. You're not abrasive. You're not jumping out at me. You're blending with the music. He said, you shouldn't jump out at me. You mm-hmm. shouldn't make me, yes, if I hear something, maybe perk up a bit, but it shouldn't be so, such a change or so apparent 
that's like, oh, wow. Like, it shouldn't be jarring. Okay, Do you guys yeah, feel like wrong. that's yeah. why you, like, have such a great morning show is because, like, you're a little more out there and, Charity, you're a little more, like, go with the flow? Is that what we are? I don't know. I may have, yes, I may have no, overstepped yes, there. Like I do. That. I do think Your it personalities is. mesh really yeah. well. I think we do. I would agree with that. I think There's we do a, mesh well. I mean, uh, part of it, and I know, uh, like, I, I did history on Abbott and Costello uh, because, again, after um, Costello, did he pass away or just decide not to do it? Anyway, but Abbott picked up a, another sidekick. <laughs> Like, right? Yeah. Gone. Because chemistry is, is the most important thing. But you, you learn to – sacrifice is a wrong word, but that's one of the – you learn to compromise aspects of your personality to say, okay, what are you good at? Because you don't want to diminish that. Mm-hmm. What are you weak at? I don't want to expose that. So what am I good at that she wants to make sure that she can help promote – and what am I not good at that she wants to make sure I don't step in? So you begin to... You adapt. You know, mm-hmm. you adapt so that we only get the best of what we do. And so I never want to lead her down a path that's going to make her uncomfortable or sound like she doesn't know what's going on. And she isn't going to ask me to do something that I'm going to get on the air and sound like, hey, you know, so that's just kind of part of it, too. And you have to learn. And then sometimes, you know, you make mistakes. But I, we've both done it long enough. It's never well, going to be... I was going to say, I lucked out because you've had several co-hosts like you're <laughs> like you shoes. have yes um you have the experience so i'm benefiting from that in the sense that you know what works and what doesn't i do feel very grateful because of that mm-hmm. i mark had made it very because you are really the first co-host i've ever had so and it's been a very easy transition and there was that that time where y- you learn and you mm-hmm. it's the honeymoon phase almost where you're feeling each other mm-hmm. out and you're like okay he's clearly gonna run with this and do this i'll just play along like it's yeah it's knowing your role too and being able to play off that and i think we have gotten very well very good at it over the last couple of years but it's it's been almost five years well and then so the I pandemic so. sent you home for about seven well months, and so that was you almost that feel that like you're really starting tough. over again that was, at yeah, times. yeah that wasn't fun but um yeah, no. I, I feel I like we we've even well. done that. Like yeah. we've gotten right. better at reading oh, yeah. each Absolutely. other as we're interviewing someone or just in general, I think. Now we're like an old married couple. Mm-hmm. It's teaching me how to like people. Yeah. Because I don't people well. Like I'm, I, I really don't like people. I don't like conflict. I don't like uncomfortable conversation. All of it just makes me feel really like icky inside. But I think that it's really helping me kind of like grow yeah because mm-hmm. charity and i are people people we love people we love talking to people we'll, most, we'll most talk to anybody time. on the phone most, yeah. most of the time yeah not, all, not always most people be honest no not everybody <laughs> i added I, a lot of interviews <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah there's talking some for 12 minutes and 41 <laughs> seconds going on in the air and that's it yeah we Just, had a yeah. we had an hour and a half once got cut to 45 but oh, that oh. was actually a great interview it's just it some was stuff was said that and, had to yeah. get cut but yeah, uh, i loved course. it I don't want to step into a big one. I don't know how long you want to make this podcast, but I'm sitting in a room with three women with microphones. Talk to me about what it's like being a woman for podcasts and charity, too, for, for being in radio. This industry has not always been kind no, to women. Media I, overall yeah, not been yeah. kind. I, I'm new into it. I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like I've had an okay experience, but um, 
You know, we had a recent example in radio of a guy who lost his job. Yeah. You know, big story in Toronto. Yeah. yeah. The way he treated co-hosts. And that's that's almost too close an example to you and I. Oh, it definitely but, triggered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, some, it, some but it, it prompted a lot of women in broadcasting, whether they had co-hosts or not, to say, that's a shared experience. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and I'm pretty conscious of it. And I'll tell you what, my wife did say to me, anything you want to talk about? Like, a, do you know of anybody oh, yeah. who could come yeah. back and say that you weren't kind to them or you ruined their career? And, you know, because mm-hmm. I mean, I can shoot from the hip sometimes, but I said, no, I honestly don't think so. Yeah. You, were I mean, mean you to never me. know. Oh, yeah, here we go. Had it coming, so. <laughs> so, that's. Like so. you guys, Mark and I? No. No. Oh, okay. Fictionally. Really? No. Yeah. No. We've joked about that, how people are afraid of you, though. Oh, that's Mark. ridiculous. Oh, I'm of petrified of you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. Until I started talking, I literally learned how to fantasy football, so I had something relatable to talk to you wow. about. Here's the interesting thing for me, though, right? Because I grew <laughs> up in this building. Mm-hmm. So I've known you since I was seven. Yeah. I've known You've a lot. you my house for dinner. Yeah, like, your kids stayed at my house for, like, a week, so yeah. you and Kathy could go away when, we, like, they were younger. But I think I have this weird, like... You guys have all watched me grow up, but now I'm not scared of any of you because I'm like, no that's just Mark. Or like I tell I tell John, I'm like, oh, people are scared of you. He's like, me, I'm a fun guy. I'm like, you <laughs> never <laughs> smile. Like, maybe try smiling once in a well, while. It's I've crazy. I've about John, and I've never felt that either. I'm like, maybe I should be. Why are people afraid? I'm, I'm not. Like, Low I'm not self-esteem. <laughs> but you were scared of him until I started working. I was scared of John because John? he has a resting bitch face. Yeah. Yeah. He does. His natural face is like yeah. eleven. I've hard. worked with a few GMs like that before, and maybe that's why. And you didn't scare me either. I was intimidated more in the sense of your experience mm-hmm. yeah. than maybe your person, because it's kind of like okay, you clearly know what you're doing more than I do, so I'm just gonna sit back and just the water it. hears yeah. until uh, until we get going. But that's funny. Yeah, I do I'm find also that just funny naturally that are afraid of Mark. <laughs> Very intimidated by men. Oh, okay. I'm the least intimidating man you'll ever. That's meet. not true at all. Uh, <laughs> I think for me though, true. I grew up. I like to say my grandfather was my grandfather, but he was also my CEO. So I grew oh, up yeah. with like a very intimidating grandfather that and I a lot had. Of people were intimidated by him. Yeah, yeah. Was. yeah. Was. He was that like was very intimidating. at Chum. He was known as like yeah. the Iron Fist, and then Jim. Right. Or yeah, Jim Waters was like the fun one, right? Yeah. So having that as a grandfather, I think I just learned to like stand, not stand up, but like stand my ground around. Mm-hmm. But that was a different relationship. Yeah, much like mine with Mark. I can see why people are intimidated by Mark and might be mm-hmm. worried or <laughs> afraid of Mark. But I look at him like, oh my gosh, <laughs> right? Yeah, you're like, right. oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in hindsight, I realize it's just because I'm like autistic <laughs> and I can't read the room. Did at your all. doctor tell you that or social media? Let's yeah. unpack yeah, that exactly. one. What Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. My therapist said I might be. So, so legit. Okay, well, there's some. That's, That's pretty fair. good. It's it's. I was like, hey, and she was like, yeah, I see that. So I was like, okay, cool. I mean, I I know the one aspect of me that nobody likes. What's that? And that's my competitive nature. Yeah. But I need that in the morning because we're in a competitive business. Yep. To a point. Your yeah. competitive 
in a fun way too. But y- I can see where it could. Yeah, you want to talk about competition? If people, more if, serious. If, if people are dropping the ball in the radio yes. station, and it impacts my ability well, to do my job or succeed, yes. I Snaps. lose my shit. Yeah, yeah. That's where I, I get lose my shit, and I'm not you. quiet about it. No. Don't affect my job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I've been in radio too long. Yeah, yeah. No, then there's not an good. issue. You I mean, people make mistakes. I get it. But if a decision is made that's clearly wrong. And it impacts us badly, and I'm the one that gets the phone call, right? Because yeah. people complain yep. to me. Yeah. No, I don't know. Then don't no, you well. won't back like me. And now I look like an idiot. Yeah. yeah. And it's out yeah. of my hands and has yeah. nothing to do with me. Yeah. And I get that. I don't have, yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I got in shit for that, and I was like, talk to your engineer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I've had that in, in radio before, and Sharon and I talked about it. I said it used to make me crazy to people who think that radio starts at 9 in the morning when they get there. I'm here uh-huh. at 6 o'clock in the morning. I need it now. I don't need it when you come in at 9.30. The show's over, and then they look at me like, what are you talking about? Just use it now. I can't go back in time and do my That's show. That's not over. how it yeah. works. Like I need, like you need to understand the yeah. business we're in. We're live twenty four hours. Yeah, and it wouldn't get, and nothing would be done about it. And that used to make me crazy over mm-hmm. the years. Because I thought the funny thing is, I thought everybody in radio had to go to broadcast college, oh my like God, I did. No. <laughs> so everybody <laughs> must know what I know, right? No. 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 Well, and that's with my email to you this morning, Kay, and that's a perfect example. It's like, no, this is on me because <laughs> I heard what I wanted to hear yeah. Yeah. <laughs> earlier this week and sent you the wrong information. And that is completely on me. That is my screw up. That's fine. And then I just took it down and reposted it. Perfect. Yeah. Done. See, if you catch me before 8 o'clock, I'm usually, like, I can switch things on my phone. Mm-hmm. Just and you are re- re- really me. good that way. There's been other instances mm-hmm. where it's kind of like, okay, that's not because. And then we do get the phone calls. And it's like, it's not us. Yeah. It's not us. Yeah. We're doing yeah. what we can do here. Like, it, we're sorry. Whether it this be- is why I hate wall of hits. <laughs> <laughs> like, Go true on, talk. But it's gone. Like yeah, honestly, it's not gone. I know exactly where that wall of hits is stored right yeah. now, and I'm like, let's get rid of it, burn it. But that's why I didn't like the wall of hits because it's like I was relying on something to be updated, and sometimes it just wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think too. And, for I'm like, you and then and it me. makes me look stupid. Then it makes you look stupid. Then you're mad at me because it. Yeah. Well, and, you yeah. know what I mean. And it's just like I'm like, this is why I I hate this thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think though, for you and I, we both don't like uncertainty oh i we are millennials and riddled with anxiety so it's just uncertainty is not great for us but if you want competition i do analytics for both of our podcasts every month and you guys get a shitload more views yeah you get more listens than us yeah all right i find that hard to believe you get your youtube audience is insane way bigger because you talk about people not listening i don't it never (laughs) We do the podcast, or at least I do, mm-hmm. for my own enjoyment. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I, I do on, well, it's well like we have the discussion. Why should we do it every day? Yeah. I do enjoy doing it. It is kind of, it's that outlet. It's that yeah. getting it out. And I do enjoy that. If someone listens, bonus. Yeah. I, re- I, I really don't think <laughs> yeah. anybody listens other than my parents. I do know yeah. my parents. No, that's not true. That's at not all. true. Because yeah. you're, so when it comes to how people consume your podcast, it's not necessarily about people downloading it on like Apple Podcasts or Audible or wherever they get podcasts. It's your YouTube views. So people are going to our website and like listening to the episode on the browser. Yeah. 
It's, on it's YouTube quite interesting because oh, wow. our demos are very different. Like yes. our demo runs younger. Yours is older. Like but for, not even that much but older. That, not much. That, like you're really hitting like 25 plus and we just have like 18 to 45, I want to say. Yeah. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're you. It's, it's quite Your incredible. Insane. Well, that's because our, nice. our perspective is old. <laughs> old seniors' perspective. <laughs> At least you know where to like your that's demo. Right. You know what you're doing. Oh, Mark knows where to kill it. There's yeah. no question. He, oh yeah, uh, kill in the demo. To. Turkey bingo. Um, well, this Bring is probably going to be your longest episode ever. Right. If you yeah. choose to air yeah, the whole I thing, it's so. 43 minutes. But we're getting new stickers that say "Live, Laugh, Cry Your Eyes Out." Okay. Because oh, we cry in a lot of episodes. Kay cried today. Seriously? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, we are. That? No, what? I'm getting you guys stickers. Oh, with that'd our be logo. great. Mm-hmm. That'd be super. Well, then we could change it to be like you because I'm old. We'll call ours the gray of Quinty. <laughs> That's what we'll call it. Thanks. Right? No, no, no. Just for me, not for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, That's really Make cute. Make that clear. Yeah. So okay, I'm turning it off. Mark. This has been the best day of my life. <laughs> that was amazing. I don't really have that much to say like I do. Okay, go. Um, I want to shout out Mark Philbin. Yes. Um, he has made a TikTok account. <gasps> he has. Which I didn't think would ever happen. But his he- daughter Stephanie went viral on Instagram mm-hmm. the other day. She got like 11 million views on her video and is now advising him on TikTok. 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 TikTok strategy. Um, and um, yeah, so he's killing it. So if you want to follow a Mark is also an author. If you go back to yes. earlier episodes and listen to his solo episode, um, you'll learn more about his author. And he recently, Mark and Charity, before Christmas, got the listeners to give them like Hallmark movie ideas. And then Mark wrote it into a book. So if you go to 95.5 Hits FM, you can read the book. And I have it formatted into an ebook format. I just have to submit it. That's so. I fun. just got busy. It's not my fault. Um, I where? think isn't it Mark writes books. Mark writes, writes thrillers. thrillers. So he's doing a ninety day challenge. Um, it's to land a literary agent and publisher in ninety days for his newest book. And he's written, I think, like Three? this is his third. Yeah, third or fourth. Well, fourth including the Christmas book. Yeah, but we're counting it. He's doing not a thriller though. The Christmas book's not a thriller. It's not a thriller. But he's yeah, basically doing a different a new video every day. And he's getting like five, seven hundred views. Oh, that okay. Go give him some love. So if you guys want to follow our sweet as pie, woke as hell. Mark. Mark. Go do it. Go do that. We briefly touched on it in the episode, but we do have new stickers that say live, laugh, cry your eyes out. We do, yes. You, you can buy them in e-transfer us. Yep. Or shoot it, slide into our DMs. Slide into our DMs. We'll figure it out. We're, um, we're not difficult people to get a hold no. of. And we'll be back next week. We're back to business as usual. Who's next week? Sam from Lack on Dessa, baby. I feel so bad because I told her literally like four weeks ago. That her episode was coming out on Friday. It was supposed to, but and then we had to rearrange some things. <laughs> things happened. Things. So we both got sick. We were surprise, sick. Surprise, Sam. Yeah. Your episode's coming out next week. Love you. You are a gem. Such a gem. Okay, have a have a great weekend. Yay. Bye. Bye. The Babies of Quinny podcast is recorded and produced at Starboard Communications, home of 95.5 Hits FM, Cool 100, and inquinty.ca. 